Good morning, noon, and night, and welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. In this episode, we wanted to show you exactly what it looks like when you get some consulting and training from Doug and the team. We took a snippet of our webinar for the Apex executives, and we wanted to share that with you today, talking about the GIFs. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, so Dylan Miller, um, the way that we hooked up is, I would say, seven years ago, eight years ago. How long has it been now, Dylan? Around that. Okay. And so Dylan... So when you're an AT&T dealer, there's uh, what's called a manufacturer or, a dist- or a distribution company in between, right? And these distribution companies, they manage the dealers so that AT&T doesn't have to have liabilities for these dealers, right? And so Dylan was one of the, uh, what would you call your title back then, Dylan? Like regional manager or something? Yeah, national trainer, I guess. You'd national, say. Yeah, he was the national trainer for Perfect 10. And so now he's the visionary over at Perfect 10 and Dylan knows a lot of the same things that I know and has put on a lot of the trainings that uh, for my team. And he's probably one of the only people that I would ever let train my team within Perfect 10 or AT&T because they don't know sales. They, they don't know sales <laughs> at all. But, but Dylan actually came from door to door and had his own dealership and then moved up into a Perfect Vision. So Dylan, if you would take it away, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for the kind words. Um, what I'll say is, is that, you know, when it comes to this slide, we talk about the GIFs. What we're really talking about is just keeping somebody's impulse going up and to the right. So you have different factors here that we've made it uh, easy for somebody to download the context of what we're talking about. So what we're w- looking at on the left hand side that you see is a feel felt found. So as Doug was mentioning earlier, a structure and how to deal with things when it comes to your different folks that are going to have different types of objections. So, for example, you have the Jones effect or AKA the uh, bandwagon theory. That's why everybody's doing it, right? Um, So if a customer were to tell me, Dylan, that sounds great, but uh, I just don't know if this seems right for me. Well, Mr. Mrs. Customer, I totally understand what you're saying. I get it. Uh, You know, you don't want to make all these, you know, this big decision right now. But what I will tell you is is that I have spoken to a lot of your neighbors. and What they found out was is that because I was able to save them X amount a year and I was going to give them way more value with this and this, that's why they were signing up with me today. So let me ask you a question. Is that something you care about? Great. And then I'll get back into it. So what we're looking to do in that example and on the rest of these, and I'll go through each example on each, but what we're looking to do is to keep somebody's impulse going. Do I still have their attention? So using the Jones effect, I'm going to use neighbors and or anybody that I've talked to, the neighborhood, really, um, as my example of saying, hey, these people have told me about this, this and this. Is that something you care about, too? Acting as a blanket statement and using uh, the neighbors Jones effect by saying, hey, everybody wants to keep up with the Joneses, right? Well, the Joneses have all this, they have all that. Uh, Don't you want that too? Um, So another thing would be the indifference. So make basically the attitude of it doesn't matter if you sign up with me or not today. 
what I have to do is impart on that customer that I'm not just looking to get the deal today. What I'm looking to do is when they give me uh, an objection, when I answer it with indifference, that's the context that the customer wants to see. That's the actual credibility that I gain when I'm able to answer the question with, hey, Mr. Mrs. Customer, uh, I've talked to five of your neighbors. They're all signing up with me today because of this, this, and this. Uh, if that doesn't show you any benefit, that's fine. I'll go help the next person. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come back around in an hour and I'm going to knock again and I'm going to talk to you. And if you don't find me helpful, great. I'll have a, have a blessed day. Uh, but I bet after doing a little bit of research, I guarantee you'll be able to uh, to want to answer that door again. And then we also have the fear of loss or the fear of missing out. Uh, today is the only day that you can get this. Basically, when it comes to a door-to-door -door world, uh, if I was to be put into a territory, uh, I would use that all day, every day as a part of my pitch. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Customer, I'm actually here today and today only because this neighborhood has been greenlit for fiber optics or whatever your product may be uh, or what may differentiate your product's uh, newness. Uh, it's it's uh, how new it is, I guess you'd say, in the neighborhood. But Mr. And Mrs. Customer, as a matter of fact, I'm only here today because they have this special offer because of this special product because of this special time we're in. Right. So if you see me running around today, that's fine. Go ahead and grab me. Uh, but I can't promise you tomorrow that it'll be anything like this because I won't be here. Uh, I'm going to go to another area. They have newer stuff over there. I've got to talk to newer customers. Right. The fear of them losing out on today's deal uh, has to be dedicated. Uh, I'm sorry, directed at you being the value statement as the agent. And then the final thing is uh, the sense of urgency. Uh, basically, I understand, Mr. And Mrs. Customer, you're busy. This will only take a minute. Uh, what I want to do is I, I want to stop somebody mowing their yard. I want to stop somebody doing something because if they're stop, if they're willing to stop doing things that they know they have to do and they have to maintain to keep their their lifestyle going, if they're willing to stop those things. That means that there is some kind of pain point around whatever I'm going to talk to them about. They're willing to stop what they're doing to listen to me, whether that's them being polite or well, willing that, or whether that's them uh, having an interest in what I'm doing and selling. Uh, either way, I have to use that to my advantage. So, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, I understand exactly how you feel. What most of your neighbors found out after talking to me was X, X, and X. And everybody found out that I was the best option that come and knock on their door in the last two years. So uh, I will say that if you have, if you want to make a decision today, I'm your guy. So that way you're able to, to use the feel felt found technique into getting back into your presentation, keeping your presentation short and simple, getting back into your deeper questions. Uh, and especially with enthusiasm, Right. Mr. And Mrs. Customer, I understand exactly how you feel. The enthusiasm on that part really gets customers uh, to feel heard. And then when you use a, a, an example to relate to them, hey, your neighbors felt the same way or this specific neighbor, this specific person felt the same way. Then they're attached to that uh, by just by uh, being related to that person or that topic. And then the and then your agent's field skills will go into work. Are they able to preemptively strike against the, the negatives and the objections that they, they normally hear? Can they overturn those by just using simple skills like fill, felt, found, or other impulse factors? And do they know the stop signs? Do they know when to close uh, once they have that customer pass that impulse factor? Um, and, and that's where you would finally talk about taking control and assuming the sale. 
Uh, but you can use methods like the GIFs, the feel, felt, found, and uh, to get your agents and your customer to the right place. Um, Doug, I hope the, that that's, uh, that'll suffice for today. The only other thing that I would say that leads into me for is kind of like a rule, like you're saying structure, you know, 535, getting your, getting yourself back into a place where you know where to pick back up in the conversation. And that's what the, the feel felt found structure does for you. Awesome, Dylan, I appreciate you going over that. So Chris Zizzo dropped a uh, objection into the, the chat here and uh, I'm gonna pop it up here and Dylan, if you wouldn't mind overcoming that one for me. So he's a, uh, so he's a fitness trainer, just to give you some context. Sure. Some context, right? So he's got a fitness company beyond failure fitness and uh, they're a massive company. He's got a bunch of uh, trainers under him that he brings in leads for. And so his first objection is finances are tight right now. How do we overcome? Yeah, so I understand exactly how you feel. When it comes to COVID, I mean, that really got everybody to look at their finances. As a matter of fact, when I talked to your neighbors, they all felt the same way. When I spoke to your these other clients that are in your age bracket, that they're in your health bracket or are, are addressing me because of these same causes, they all felt the same way. What they found out with me is, is that not only does my plan, does my structure, does my fitness routine uh, help them see the value in paying that money, but I'm actually able to willing to go above and beyond those other folks just because I focus on these two key individual things, diet and exercise or whatever specifically it is about Chris's plan. But when someone tells me their finances are tight, I say, I absolutely totally understand how you feel. Everybody has felt a lot that way when it comes to finances coming down on them recently. What people found out was that there's true value in your health uh, in all of these different realms of the world and of your life. So they were able to see the value in my plan and my structure because I provide X and X. And then they were able to sign up and see the value, especially three months later. It's hard to see that right now. So I understand how you feel. But what people found out with me was X and X. And I would just tell them, hey, bottom line, sexy people make more money. That's how it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, absolutely. Love the feel felt found and the way you overcame that objection. So he's got another one for us. I need to check with my spouse. Of course, <laughs> I don't want Mr. Mrs. Customer. I don't want you sleeping on the couch over some, you know, some bills, some some reoccurring charges that are going to show up that you guys never spoke about. But what I will say is that because I'm here today or because you're talking to me today, I know there's some value to be made. So what I can tell you all my other folks found out <clears throat> was they had that conversation with their, their spouse and they asked them, hey, if I could be skinnier, if I had uh, a better diet, if I was able to cook more for you, would you have a problem with that? Ultimately, all those customers said no, or all those customers, wives or spouses or whatever said no. So when they came back to me and I said, hey, did they say uh, no to anything or say, uh, yeah, they said, no way. We would love all those things. So just because you have to go and speak to your spouse, I totally understand that. I wouldn't want you to get sleeping on the couch over some, you know, what I used to say is cable and Internet. I wouldn't want you sleeping over the couch over, you know, uh, sleeping on the couch over some finances that we didn't talk about. The last thing I want to do is do that. But what I'll tell you is that once that customer had that conversation with their spouse, I told them I would be able to provide them a better diet, 
their exercise routine would fit in so they could still spend time with their kids. And it would also involve their kids if that's something they wanted, right? 100%. So what I like to do is I like to bring the spouse into the conversation without them being there, right? And so uh, tell me a little bit about your spouse. Tell me about how y'all met. How did you how did you look when y'all met? What did she like about the way that you looked, right? And so then ask them the question, do you think if you came home one day with bigger shoulders and a six pack, your spouse would be upset? Probably not. Right. So let's get you let's get you set up today. And that way we can lock in your spot because I don't know that it's going to be there tomorrow or the next day. And then have that conversation with your spouse. Tell her how you're prioritizing your health health and how you want to look just as good as you did the, the day that y'all met. And then if there's still an issue after that, then give me a call back and we'll get it taken care of or we'll address it. Or you can call me with her on the phone and we can walk, we can work through it, right? So the whole deal is getting getting the sign up today in that situation. And Doug, I see one more in there if you want me to address it. Go for it. So it says, let me think about it. I didn't realize I needed your service in my life before this call. <clears throat> I totally understand you want to think about it. But one of the reasons they send somebody tall and handsome like me out here or the reason that they've sent the, the radio voice to talk to you on the phone is because we know we've been able to help people out. So, yes, you're more than welcome to go and do your Google research or whatever. But that's I, that's what exactly I know that you're going to go do is. So instead of you passing a billboard or you trying to try and find this information out on your own, why don't you just ask me right now? So what is the main question that you have for me right now? So that is what we call a sweeping objection, the let me think about it. And yes, absolutely, fear of change is a big one. And then again, uh, the fact that you're even on this call with me says that you're prioritizing this service in your life and that it, it, it's important to you. And you should be proud of that. That's a big deal. Most people don't prioritize this particular service in their life and they should. And so you move forward from there, right? All right. Appreciate it, Chris. Great stuff, guys. That's why you're the sales pros. Thank you. So I will say the reason I brought Dylan on this call is because he's the sales pro. I'm just the, the guy with the strings behind the curtain that loves to build sales programs. And so um, that's why Dylan came in and, and hit it out of the park for me. All right. We got another objection. I'm satisfied with my current provider. Oh, I love that word, satisfied. Dylan, take it away, brother. Yeah, so you you love your current provider. Let me ask you a question real quick. Give me two things you love about them, and then I do the Philly fade. I'm going to break eye contact and go to start writing down whatever it is that they say. Exactly right. So they're going to they're gonna stumble. They're going to go, well, I like this. I like that my internet is fast, and then I like, uh, and then right when they hit that, uh, I cut them off. All right, Mr. Mr. Best Customer, I get it, you know, None of the neighbors that I asked could come up with two things that they loved either. They stumbled on that second one. But let me ask you, I guarantee if I ask you right now, the same question I've asked everybody else down this block, they're going to have that. You all have the same answer. If you could change one thing today about your product or service, what would it be? Nine times out of 10, it's going to be they're going to say price. Perfect. It's exactly what all your neighbors said. What I'm doing is helping a lot of neighbors out with reductions today. Most people have cable or satellite. What do you got? Absolutely. No, uh, I'm satisfied with my current provider. And so, Mr. Customer, I want you to hear the word that you just said, satisfied. 
-hmm. Let me ask you this. Were you just satisfied with your wife or were you blown away by her? (laughs) Were you incredibly happy with her? And then you closed that deal and you decided to marry her. I want to make sure that you're blown away with your service today, not just satisfied. Okay. So that's why, and then we rehash those, uh, pain points again and how we're overcoming them. And you could just do one, do the one dominant buying motive that they're in front of you today and you rehash it and then you give them next steps close or two options close. So a lot of times we'll overcome the objection, rehash a pain point and how we overcome that and then next steps close or two option close. All right, Chris has got a question for us. Is there a good way to do cold outreach in the DM with VAs 100%? Um, So if you need some help with this and templates and you need to integrate it into your CRM, one of the products I'm really loving right now is called Flowchat. So if you guys get a chance, check it out. It's called Flowchat. And what it does is it integrates your CRM and your social media DMs without usernames and passwords without usernames and passwords. So that's a big deal. That's how I would manage that piece of that with with VAs. Um, As far as, uh, you know, the cold outreach piece, I would 100% start putting together, like I would take, Chris, I would take your last 100 DM conversations, send them to your VA and have have them script them out basically, and then find the common ones, the common questions, and the common responses, right? Maybe five or more out of 100, and those are gonna be your templates for your VAs moving forward. So that's just doing your research on the the conversations you're already having, right? And then based on those, all right, which customers signed up and which didn't, you know, hopefully, yeah, you have it. I know you do, because Mark has got you set up. So you check the CRM, which of those customers converted, and then those are the first responses they give to the questions. That's the first responses your VAs give to the questions whenever those customers have converted before. You give them percentage points of conversion rates, and then you, that's how you rank those responses, right? And so the first one is always gonna be the highest converting response to a customer's question, objection, or whatever the case is. All right, guys, so we have an hour today. We are at an hour. Um, So what we do, we're sales program builders. Uh, If you guys get a chance, listen to my podcast. If you guys scan that QR code, it'll take you to my phone sites and you'll be able to subscribe to the podcast. And if you guys have any events or anything coming up, I would love to come in and do training and speak at them. We have a good time doing that. I wanna thank everyone for signing up and for joining today. Thanks, Zach. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. And Chris, (laughs) appreciate you guys and y'all support and your questions. Uh, We couldn't have done it without your engagement. And uh, everybody will be getting, uh, if you are in Apex Executives, you will be getting a recording of this. And uh, if you want to reach out to me in the DMs, I can send you the slideshow so you have access to that or the recording as well. Appreciate you guys. Y'all have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. We really do appreciate it. As you know, we believe that great leaders build great teams. How do you become a great leader? You learn from the greats. 
Join us at the Million Dollar Mastermind put on by Ryan Stuman in Frisco, Texas, and learn everything that you need to learn to be that great leader. The link will be in the description below. As always, we ask that you like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts so you can stay up to date with the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. Let's get building.